Hello and welcome back to the Style Stories podcast, a podcast that discusses style, image and fashion for those of us over 40. The eagle-eared among you may have listened to the podcast already. This is a reissue because we had some sound glitches happen. So I'm relaunching this podcast about how to get a more stylish wardrobe with my eight top tips. If you're feeling a bit frustrated with what's in there, nothing really excites you, then this is the episode for you. Hello and welcome back and it's Thursday, we're almost at the end of another week. I'm looking out my window here in my office in London and it is grey. We had gorgeous blue crisp, winter crisp sunshine days last week which were lovely. It's just gone back to the uniform grey I'm afraid. January seems like quite a long month doesn't it but we're almost at the end of January. So I want to ask you how are you feeling about your wardrobe at the moment? Do you feel like you hate everything in it? You feel stuck in a style rut, you don't know where to shop anymore, you're feeling frustrated, you haven't got the right pieces to pull outfits together, you just feel a bit scruffy and you know you want to look better, then this is the episode for you. I've pulled together my eight top tips on how to get a more stylish wardrobe, the things you can do now. And it's just a perfect time of year as well. Right at the beginning of the year, we're kind of in that zone, time to declutter and start afresh with fresh eyes and all those sorts of things. So it's a perfect time to do it. So before I dive into the eight tips, I've just got a few other things that I want to say. So I want to do a shout out to all the lovely ladies who are in my Facebook group or who have emailed me from listening to this podcast to give me some topics to cover. Because, you know, I come up with ideas myself, but I really want to hear what you think, what you're struggling with, with your wardrobe specifically. So Heidi came up this week with, uh, she wants a swimwear special. She's going to the Caribbean, lucky girl, and she wants to know what um, swimsuits to wear for her particular hourglass body shape. So that's something that I'm going to be working on in a few weeks. I'm going to have that. So that's one. If you've got anything, like I've got one on jeans that I recorded a few weeks ago because I had so many requests about where to buy good jeans and what jeans suit certain body shapes. That was another one. So drop me an email, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. So hello to all these lovely ladies who have contacted me so far. I've got Caroline Farr, Evelyn. Annabelle Bradford, Nicola, Nicola Kendall, Ellie Todd, Samantha Garling, Kelly Welly, um, and I've got um, Mary McCann, I've got Charlene Smith, Lisa, can't pronounce that, Patrick Do. sorry about that Lisa, Lorraine King, Sonia Cuny, Kristen Roberts, Brittany Brooks, Lisa Smith. Thank you ladies for getting in touch with me and Heidi of course as well. Um, and giving me some topics to put on the podcast. So if, if you would like to contribute, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com, or you can go over to my Facebook group and join us there, which is Style Power with Lisa Gilby. I did a masterclass this week on decluttering and also finding style types, and that video is up there now to watch. It's free, so come along and join us, and you can see me talking through style types and effective decluttering of your wardrobe. Right on with the main part of the show now, my eight tips on how to get a more stylish wardrobe, how to buy less, buy better, look better and feel better. Open your wardrobe and feel excited about what's in there and not just have a load of old rubbish that really doesn't light you up. So number one, find your personal style. I always say this, it's really, really important. So when you've found your style personality, you can then start to find new brands. If you're stuck in a style rut, 
this really will pay off because once you know that maybe you're boho feminine, for example, then anthropology and free people are brands for you. When you know you're classic, then Reese would be a brand for you, maybe a bit of Karen Millen, some higher end brands as well. Arquette does some good classic stuff. So you can then start to hone in. So number one, absolute number one, find your personal style. Are you preppy, casual, boho? What, where? What appeals to you the most? Where does your style lie, your inherent natural style? You can grab my course, which is £27, only £27. You get lifelong access that explains all of the personal style types, also covers decluttering, also covers colour and body shape as well. And they're, they're two other things that really you need to find out about yourself so that you can start to hone in on the things that really work for you and stop wasting time on the things that don't. I'm going to put the link to the Winning Wardrobe Formula course in the show notes underneath this podcast, and that is only £27. It's so worth it. It's going to help you to really focus. So that's number one. Number two is to think about when you're putting outfits together. So I'm jumping from you know, knowing your personal style, knowing what colours suit you and body shape, which is all included in that mini course. Number two is to think about mixing high and low things in your wardrobe. So rather than having a wardrobe just full of practical clothes, so trainers, comfortable joggers, comfortable t-shirts and cosy knits and that kind of thing, you know, what is probably missing is some tailoring or some real statement pieces. Or if you're the other way around, you've just got the statement pieces, but you don't have the basics. So a high low mix is a really good way to get a stylish wardrobe. Introduce some tailoring, even if you're not a classic person, introduce some sparkles, mix them together. A really, really big look on the catwalks this season. Um, It's not for me because I'm probably, um, yeah, it seems a bit too youthful, I think, for me. I wouldn't feel comfortable, but it's a pair of really, really baggy joggers worn with crystally sparkly high heels. So it's that that's a real perfect example of high low dressing the way I would do high low dressing, mixing something high with something more casual to give a really perfect blend and a really interesting outfit is I would wear a really pretty dress, like quite an over the top sort of glamorous dress in silk, in a bright color, like a red silk dress, something like that. And I would wear it with trainers or I would wear it with chunky boots. So the trainers and the chunky boots, you would think go with the casual clothes. No, mix it with a really glam dress. You can wear your jogging bottoms and a t-shirt and then throw on a tailored blazer and voila, you've got a good outfit. Also, high and low mixing is mixing pattern and texture. So unexpected colours, put those together. Mix a tweed jacket with a silk dress. So that's mixing different fabrics together. And whenever you mix things that are different and opposite, it creates an interesting outfit. So try to play around with those things. You might have a few of those things in your wardrobe. So high-low can either be mixing pattern and texture. It can be mixing casual with smart. It can be putting together unexpected combinations. So like I mentioned at the beginning, joggers with crystally sparkly high heels, for example. You wouldn't normally mix those two together. You'd normally wear the joggers with trainers with sneakers so I'm just trying to explain what I mean by mixing things up a bit 
So number three is to declutter your wardrobe. Absolutely essential. Perfect time to do it is January. I did the masterclass in my Facebook group this week. It's free. You can go and watch it if you join the uh, group because it's just exclusively for the people in my group. And that's Style Power with Lisa Gilby. And I talked about holding on to clothes that no longer serve you and why we do it. I really got down to the why. And it's because you feel guilty. You've spent money on those clothes. It's filling the space. What it's doing, it's adding visual clutter. This is what's making you feel frustrated when you open your wardrobe and struggle to pull outfits together. Also, the process of decluttering your wardrobe and going through everything really helps you to get to know your wardrobe inside out. You may have forgotten about things that are in there. They've been languishing in drawers for years. Now, if you're struggling to let go of certain things because you feel emotionally attached to them, that's another big one. So feeling guilty about spending money on things, but also feeling emotionally attached to clothes, then you can put them on trial. So wear them, bring them to the front of the wardrobe, somewhere you're going to see them every day. Promise yourself you are going to wear that item. And if you don't want to, you're probably over it. You might be a bit bored of it. That does happen. Things that are in perfectly good condition, you might be over it. Uh, if you're not wearing it, then it is probably time for it to go. If you haven't been wear it, wearing it for a long time, you put it on trial and you're still not wearing it, get rid of it. Another trick is to take the things out that you're not sure about, put them in a bag, put them away somewhere. And if you don't hanker after them and you don't want them, they probably need to go as well. It's really cathartic. I had to throw a jumper away this morning and I understand being attached to clothes. It's literally my all-time favourite jumper I adore it it's a thin navy blue knit from whistles it's got revelry written in sort of italic writing in red on the front so it looks kind of retro and it was fitted and it was thin I don't like wearing really thick jumpers except for when it's completely freezing I prefer a thin knit and I, it went with everything because it was navy blue and fitted so I've worn it hundreds of times got it out yesterday put it on again had a moth hole in the arm. So I was really upset. I didn't realise I have got mothball protection in my drawers, but this had a, it's got a big old moth hole in it and I had to throw it away and it was sad, but I can't be wearing things that have got moth holes in them. So things like that have got to go as well and try not to be emotional about it. Leave your emotion at the door when decluttering, but this is going to really help you to get a more stylish wardrobe, to get to know your wardrobe inside out and identify the gaps. Which brings me on to point number four. When doing all of this, finding out all of this information and decluttering and getting to know your wardrobe inside out is going to help you to shop with more intent. So stop shopping randomly, you know, try to work out what you need. I'm going to go back to this point in a bit more detail later. Point number five, tuck in. Don't be afraid of the tuck. Now, this is a way to make you look more stylish. And I get asked this question lots and lots. Should I have my top out of the trousers? Should I have the top hanging out of this skirt that's fitted at the waistband, my jeans? You know, sometimes, yes, if you've got a really loose flowing top, then yes, that needs to be out or an empire line top, something like that. That doesn't look good tucked in. You know, the kind of top I mean that has got a band underneath the bust. Empire line looks quite nice on apple shaped people. Um, obviously, if you've got a wrap top, that would be another example of not tucking a top in. But in general, tucking in gives you a waist. 
I'm not talking about size, I'm talking about shape. Doesn't matter what size you are, you should still tuck in when you can, because it still draws the eye to your waist and it gives you a much more flattering silhouette. It helps you to look more pulled together, neater and more stylish. So when you can, tuck in or add a belt is the other thing. Adding a belt just gives you that finish. So we're talking about how to look more stylish today and to quickly get a more stylish wardrobe. Number six, shoes and jackets. So shoes and jackets I think of as kind of the top and tail of a wardrobe, the bookends if you like. These are the things that really make all the difference and they're often the things that people ignore. They think about the jeans and the tops and you know the dresses and those sorts of things but then don't have the right shoes and maybe only have one jacket in their wardrobe, one coat, you know, maybe a puffer practical coat and maybe one wool coat for work. Adding jackets is going to completely transform your wardrobe. I'm a huge, huge, huge jacket fan. So at the moment, oversized blazers are really in. So oversized blazers, everyone's wearing those, you know, double breasted, kind of masculine. If that's not your style, you're more of a feminine dresser, or if your body shape doesn't suit double breasted, because it can make some people look too square, go for a single button blazer that goes in a bit at the waist. But definitely get a blazer, at least one or two, a really nice coat. One of the best coats I own is, um, it's a tweed, it's pink tweed by Isabel Morant. I got it in the sale. It's called the Floyd and it's pink. So like pink Floyd and my son is called Floyd. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, I have to get that. It wasn't just for those reasons, but it, it's just really cool. It's like an oversized pink tweed blazer. It's cost me about 300 pounds. I know that's a lot. But my cost per wear is fantastic because I've worn it over and over again and it still looks really cool and it elevates an outfit instantly. So add jackets. You might like a more military style jacket. If the blazer thing's not for you, bomber jacket. You know, there are lots of different types of jackets, long blazers, crop blazers. You can get sort of soft, untailored ones made of jersey get lots of jackets. If you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt, put a jacket on, you look like you've got an outfit on. Shoes, I would say they need to be updated. You know, boots can last years and years and years. You can spend a lot of money on some boots. I've got a pair from Russell and Bromley that I've had for 15 years. Again, they cost me quite a lot of money at the time, but I would still wear them now. They look sort of 70s and they are so well made. I've got really good cost per wear again from them and it's really good quality and value for money. So it does pay to spend a bit more money on certain things rather than buying lots of cheap things. But I would say, look at your boots. Have you got some good ankle boots? Ankle boots go with dresses, they go with trousers, they go with jeans. They're a really, really good piece to have. Sock boots are a really good thing to have. So sock boots are fitted at the ankle and they are more flattering on the ankle and they look great under sort of the, the wider jeans that we're wearing at the moment. So there's not so much, so many skinny jeans around at the moment, although I wouldn't say completely discount skinny jeans because they look great tucked into boots. It's just that more jeans are available now. Lots more wide leg, culotte style jeans. Sock boots and boots look great under those sorts of things, under wide leg trousers. Some really nice trainers. I'm not talking about trainers or sneakers that you would go to the gym in. I'm talking about smart ones. There are lots of retro styles out there at the moment. 
Veja is a sustainable brand that lots of people wear in London. They're sort of everywhere. Personally, I'm a bit over them now because everyone's wearing them. So there's a lot of Adidas retro cool trainers that are around at the moment. So I'd recommend getting a crisp white pair of those. Um, also, block heels are really in at the moment. So I got a pair of, the, they look like Chanel pumps, block heel slingback heels that I wear with jeans. I wear with my mom jeans. I can never say that. Excuse me to any Americans out there. My American accent is terrible, but the mom, M-O-M, jeans, straight cut jeans that are in at the moment, the sort of 90s high-waisted straight cut jeans. You can wear block heels with those. You can wear your ankle boots or just some, you know, some nice heels that you can walk in. Things like that are going to really finish off your outfits and make you look more stylish. Number seven is add some fancy tops so if you if you're a jeans wearer jeans every day upgrade your tops don't wear the jeans with t-shirt that's going back or with a hoodie that this is going back to that high low thing so if you're a jeans wearer get a really pretty silk blouse or something or a lace blouse there's lots of blouses around at the moment with big collars that look quite retro house on the prairie you know that's um, reese do some great blouses really really smart and rickso have they've released a really fantastic range with lots of really big pretty collars and frilled collars and that kind of thing that massively elevates an outfit get a top as well in, a, in one of your best colors so do my mini course work out which colors you are come in the group ask me i can help you get some tops that really flatter your skin tone, but pretty tops and spend a bit more money on it as well. Number eight is to start to create a wish list. Get your, and, so it's kind of eight and nine, but this is the final tips, so I've, I've combined the two. So when you're creating a wish list, try to, so start to look at influencers, create a Pinterest board and start to pin things your spring summer wish list the things that you have got your eye on to shop for now when you shop for these pieces you should have already decluttered your wardrobe at this point you've got to know your wardrobe inside out you're aware that you need a bit more tailoring a bit more statement a bit more a few more jackets maybe you need to upgrade your shoes you need to get some nice blouses whatever it is that you as an individual need then start to get some inspiration from influencers on Pinterest and start to find these things because the influencers will shop at different places that you, than you shop because we get stuck in this style rut. So get some new ideas, write a list of new brands and try to buy it in one hit. So try to get your jeans, your shoes, your jackets all in one go. You're going to have to change your mindset if that makes you panic about spending a lot of money in one go. I understand that that's scary. It feels indulgent. It feels, you know, should you really be spending all that money in one go? But it will pay off in the long run. If you just get maybe two or three quality pieces, you know, what I've mentioned today, so maybe one quality jacket, one pair of shoes or boots, and one really nice blouse. It's going to make a massive difference to your wardrobe. It's going to make you feel a bit more elevated. So changing how you feel, giving you that transformation. So creating a wish list and getting a bit of spending a bit more in one go. So you're shopping with intent rather than shopping randomly, ad hoc, piecemeal, you know, that kind of shopping that usually ends up, often ends up having a mishmash 
wardrobe full of pieces that don't really work together. So they're my eight tips. I hope that helped. I just want to say a final point. I've talked on this podcast lots and lots about getting the capsule wardrobe, you know, and that it really, really needs to be a capsule wardrobe that works for you as a unique and beautiful individual that you are, that works for your body shape, your colours, your lifestyle, that really delivers for your personal and professional life and doesn't leave you constantly opening the wardrobe and thinking, I don't know what to wear. I've got, haven't got, I've got a wardrobe stuffed full of clothes, but I still don't have the right pieces. So all my episodes are helping you, I hope, to hone in on what really works for you. And my mini course that I'm going to put the link in to underneath here, which is the winning wardrobe formula, the key things that you really need to know to get this. I've literally just read another article that's been written last month in Harper's Bazaar uh, about the 15 pieces every woman should own, that has to own. And it's exactly the same as it was 20 years ago. It's that one size fits all capsule wardrobe. You need a Mac, you need a white shirt, you need a pair of loafers, you need, you know, some people do. Imagine if we all went around wearing those things. We'd look like lemons, we'd look like copies. Who wants to look the same as everyone else? I don't. That's why I sort of don't want to wear at the moment Vader trainers, even though I do love them, recommend them. I do like them, they're great, they're sustainable. I'm not dissing them. I'm just saying, personally, I feel a bit over it. And I want to, I want something fresh. I've got my eye on some Reebok chunky white trainers that look quite retro for this season. So hone in on what works for you. Express yourself as a unique person that you are. And that's really what this podcast is about. So it's not about changing what you wear as you get older because you've got older. It's about working out what really, really suits you. Some particular trends are for the young. I wholeheartedly admit that there are some things that I wouldn't wear now, but I do feel more confident in knowing what works for me and what makes my heart sing. And that's really what I want for you as well. So I hope that was useful. And don't forget to get in touch with me if you've got any topics you want me to cover. Lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. Have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Style Stories podcast. I hope you're enjoying it and getting something from the tips that I share. If you really are enjoying it, do leave me a review. It helps massively to get me up the rankings and helps with the algorithm and all of that technical stuff. But it does make a huge difference. I'd be really grateful if you could take a second to leave me a rating and a review. Thanks and I'll see you next time.